Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about backwashing a filter. There's a lot of mystery behind backwashing, and there's some do's and don'ts. And of course, there's a lot of different aspects of when to backwash, how often to backwash, what the backwash process actually is, and all of this. And I'll go into detail for you in this podcast explaining backwashing a filter. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And I'll start by one of the things that I get asked all the time, and that is, why can't you backwash a cartridge filter? It's the only filter type you can't backwash. You can backwash a quad DE filter, a DE filter, and a sand filter, but you can't backwash a cartridge filter. And basically, the reason why you can't backwash a cartridge filter is because the cartridge filter is basically paper. And if you understand the backwashing process, there's a lot of force involved inside the filter itself. Depending on the backwash type, piston or multi-port valve, they work a little bit differently. And there's also a couple other backwash valves that work differently than the piston push-pull. But I'll just go over the piston backwash valve, and this is a good example of why you can't use it to backwash a cartridge filter, or why you can't backwash a cartridge filter in general. With the piston backwash valve, what you're actually doing when you actually turn the piston and pull up on it, and and then turn the filter on, you're actually reversing the flow of water. And so the water is going inside the DE filter grids, and it's pushing everything off of the grids. So imagine that happening to a cartridge filter. It would not be pretty. You would have the pleats kind of tearing and ripping. You'd have the bands breaking. So that couldn't work. Nor would the other method of backwashing work, which is the multi-port valve or the various other valves from Pentair and Jandy that just kind of will put water pressure into the filter and push all the dirt off of everything. And this is also very damaging. And so a cartridge filter can't take it. The Quad D filter, the material on on those cartridges are, are a lot thicker. And they're more like the material you would find on the DE grids themselves. So you would have no problem backwashing the Quad D filter with the Pentair backwash valve that they specify for that. And for Quad D filters and for sand filters, they specify the full flow XF backwash valve. And that's the one that you would find on a Quad D filter if they have a backwash valve installed or a sand filter. The multi-port valve is much more familiar to a lot of pool pros out there on a sand filter and a D filter. Now, real quickly, I'll go over a couple differences between both backwash valves. You get an idea. I already mentioned that the piston push-pull reverses the flow of water, and so the water goes inside the grids and pushes everything off the grids. You can actually see this happening. It's really cool. I even have it in one of my videos where I have the filter lit off, and then I put it in backwash mode, and you can see the water filling up the grids. I think it's for the Paralyte one where I showed you how all the Paralyte comes right off the grids. So you can pull that video up, and you'll see that when you backwash it, how that works with the piston push-pull. There's also a backwash valve 
on the bottom of the Pentair 4000 and 2000 series filters. It works in the very same way as a rotor valve, and it works just like the push-pull piston valve, except it's on the bottom of the filter instead of on the plumbing itself. And the multi-port valve works differently. It just really changes the flow, and you have a lot of different ports on the multi-port. You have, you have waste, you have backwash, you have rinse, and you have a couple others, winterize and things like that. So these various ports open up, and that's the mode that that is in. So when you go to backwash mode, of course, it's almost like the waste mode. The waste mode is bypassing the filter when you vacuum, and so the water is going to be um, expelled from the filter. And when it expels it from the filter at that velocity with the pump running, a lot of the dirt will come out of it, specifically on the sand fil- in a sand filter, the dirt is on top of the sand, and so when you put it in backwash mode, that dirt should come out when you're on backwash mode when you have the pump running and you have basically the valve open where the water is just shooting out of the system. And that's the same with the multi- multi-port valve and a D filter. It'll also cause the DE to come out of the filter. What's better? I personally think the push-pull piston is a much better backwash valve for D filters because the fact that it reverses the flow and then it pushes the grids open kind of makes the grids kind of expand and then you'll see the DE and dirt coming off of the grids themselves and I think there's a lot of confusion about the backwash process and I'll start with the first one is how often should you backwash a filter now with a sand filter a lot of the the myths behind this is that you should backwash the sand filter once a week that's not true because if you over backwash it it's not going to function as well And this is one of those things where it's a head scratcher, but the sand filter does work better when there's a little bit of dirt in there. And you only want to backwash the sand filter when the PSI goes up by 10. So look at the sand filter. There's a gauge on top. When it's clean, it'll be at a certain level or the arrow will point towards a number. Typically, it'll point towards 20, 18 or 20. And then when that arrow or that needle on the pressure gauge goes to 30, then you would backwash a sand filter. And I would say a good backwash would be a minute and a half to two minutes with a sand filter to really get a thorough backwashing. Now, if you have a multi-port valve, one thing that you have to note is that since there are all different ports and the it goes from one port to the other, there's a little bit of crossover. And you want to make sure that if you do backwash your sand filter, that before you put it in filter mode, you want to put it in rinse mode to rinse everything out of the line there so that when you put it back in filter mode, you're not going to have dirt coming in through the return lines. So I'll give you just a rundown here, and you can follow this pretty easily. You're going to backwash your sand filter. You turn off the pump. You put the multi-port valve, and you move it clockwise only into backwash mode. Then you turn on the pump for a minute and a half. Then you'll turn the pump off again. Then you'll move that multi-port valve handle clockwise to rinse. Turn on the pool again for 30 seconds, turn it off, then you move that multi-port valve clockwise to filter, and turn it on again. And that should allow the pool to start up in filter mode without it kind of hiccuping or burping dirt back into the pool. And this is something that happens a lot, and a lot of people don't realize that, that there's just basically all these ports inside the multi-port valve, and there's nothing really separating them per se, from one mode to the other. So there's no real clean out, except when you put it in rinse mode before you put it back into filter mode. Same with a D filter. If you have a D filter with a multi-port valve and you backwash it, you're doing the same exact thing. You go to backwash, to rinse, and then the filter. If you bypass rinse and you go from backwash to filter, chances are a plume of dirt will shoot back in the return lines because again, 
these modes are not like cut and dry. You turn off the filter, you know, there's still dirt in the line. And if you put it right back to return to the filter and filter mode, that dirt that's still in the lines of the plumbing will go right back into the pool. So a big distinction in the multi-port valve is that when you're backwashing, you always want to go to rinse and then filter again before you turn it back. Otherwise, you're going to have a plume of dirt go back into the pool. The piston push-pull valve is totally different, and that's not a problem. Once you close the piston down, it stops the flow, and basically you're not going to have the problem of dirt being hiccuped into the pool with the push-pull piston valve. Now, of course, the push-pull piston valve has some fail points. There's actually O-rings inside the piston itself, and over time they kind of expand just by the chemicals you're using in the pool, and it makes the piston really stiff and hard to pull up and push back down. One thing that you want to do before it gets too stiff is to take the nut off the backwash assembly and then just pull the piston straight out. It should pull out pretty easily. And then there's O-ring kits for Pentair, Hayward, and Jandy, and you can just change the O-rings on there. Once you change the O-rings on the piston, put it back in, and you have no problem you know, pulling it out and turning it. Sometimes the O-ring has a crack in it, and then water will be leaking out to the backwash. With the multi-port valve, if you see water leaking out of the backwash while it's in filter mode, the spider gasket, which is the O-ring that separates the chambers, is probably worn out or cracked, and that's what's causing the water to come out in the backwash while the pool is running. A kind of quick fix for this, you know, kind of a Mickey Mouse fix, is to get a ball valve, one and a half inch ball valve. That's usually what the backwash line is. And put the ball valve on there. No need to glue it on there. And then you would just turn the ball valve off. And that will stop the leak temporarily. You definitely want to fix the O-ring and change that out. But you should carry a ball valve in your truck so that if you do run into this problem where the backwash is leaking and it's in filter mode, the only option you have is to turn the pool off and leave it off until you get back there and fix it. I don't like to do that because to me it's not an emergency where I have to come back that same day or the next day. So I'll just put the ball valve on there. And then I'll just turn it to off. And then that solves that problem temporarily. And then, of course, later on, you're going to come back and change the O-ring, either in the spider gasket or in the push-pull piston backwash. And that'll stop that from happening. Now, how long should you backwash a filter? Again, this is one of those things where it's a rule of thumb out there. Usually for a D filter, I'll go one minute to one minute and a half. I technically rarely go to two minutes backwashing a D filter. Now there's a little trick with the DE filter when you're backwashing it also with the push-pull piston and also with the multi-port valve to kind of shake things up or break things up. What I like to do with the push-pull piston when I'm backwashing it is I'll turn off the pool, turn the piston, pull it up, and then I'll turn the pool on and start the backwash process. But I'll only go about 15 seconds. Then I'll turn everything off. I'll put the piston back down and then I'll turn the pool back on. It'll be back in filter mode. And I'll let it run for about 20 seconds. Then I'll turn it off. I'll, I'll uh, twist the piston, pull it up, and then turn the pump on. And then it'll backwash again. And you'll find that a lot more DE and debris and dirt comes out when you do it that way. I'm not exact. I think it's kind of like just like bumping it. There's there's actually bump DE filters where you bump the backwash. These are usually on above ground pools. They're pretty small. And this is kind of the same kind of principle. I find that if I just put it in backwash mode and turn it on for a minute, minute and a half. Yeah, of course, some of the dirt is going to come out. You're going to have clean water at first, and you're going to have the DE and dirt coming out. But I find if I do the other method, 
you're going to get a lot more DE and dirt coming out because you've kind of started the backwash, stopped it, let the filter run, and then you start the backwash cycle again. And that seems to get more of the DE and dirt out when you do it that way, in my opinion, in my, in my experience, that's been true. Now, once you backwash a DE filter, and how often should you backwash a DE filter? Again, the same principle with the sand filter. If you're at 20 at a clean DE filter, when it gets to about 30, you want to backwash it, backwash it for a minute or a minute and a half. And then the PSI should be back close to 20, if not right at 20. And then you would have to recharge that filter with some DE. Now, this is kind of those, it's a gray area. And this is one of the things that, you know, is not set in stone because there's no way to know how much DE actually was backwashed out of the pool filter. There's no exact science on it. A lot of the manufacturers in the manual say to charge it up with half the DE that you would normally charge it up with when you clean the filter. So if you're going to put, if you have a 60 square foot filter and you put 66 pounds of DE in there, they want you to add three pounds back into it. It sounds logical and you could probably get away with doing that, but I always put less DE back in because I don't think all that DE came out of there, half of it at least, in a minute and a half backwashing. So I'll maybe put two pounds back in versus three pounds. Or if you have a smaller filter, instead of putting two pounds, put one pound. So I always err on less DE. And I try not to backwash a DE filter more than two times before I take it apart and clean it. To me, it seems like it doesn't really have the same effect as you if you do multiple backwashings on a DE filter. And I found that you want to clean it at least every four to six months. And backwashing it one or two times in between cleaning it is optimal. If you're backwashing it four or five times between cleaning it in a six-month period... It's not really optimal, and you're not going to get the same effect. And you may just be compacting the diatomaceous earth in there, and it's going to have an opposite effect. So I like to limit my backwashing of D filters to about one or two times in between taking it apart and cleaning the grids off entirely. Backwashing a D filter is also a good way to troubleshoot. Sometimes you get to a pool, and you may see like the spa has an overflow or, or a spillway, and it's just trickling in or the flow is really bad and the cleaner is not moving in there. So what I like to do is give it a quick 15-second backwash. I'll put it in backwash, and I'll turn on the pump, turn it off, put it back to filter mode. And usually if the spa spillway starts working well and the flow is good, then I know the filter is pretty dirty, and I'll give it a full backwashing, or I'll take it apart and clean it. Now one thing that could happen is if it's really been a long time since the filter has been clean. Let's say you get a new account and you don't know when the homeowner cleaned the filter. Of course, you're going to clean it the first week that you service that pool. But a good way to test this is to put it in backwash. And if just clean water comes out and there's no DE or dirt coming out after about a minute, chances are it's like clay at that point onto the grids. And therefore, you're going to have to take it apart and clean it. But a good way to know if the backwash is no longer going to work anymore is by the fact that clean water comes out during the backwash and not too much dirt comes out. Now, sometimes the backwash is directly plumped into the, into a cement or dirt and you can't really see the water, but usually they have a sight glass on those particular setups. So there should be a sight glass on the backwash line. Sometimes it's on the multi-port, sometimes it's on the plumbing, but a lot of times the new builders don't put any kind of sight glass in or any kind of plastic sight so you can see what's happening. So you're going to have to just kind of use your imagination and think, you know, okay, I'm backwashing it for a minute and a half. I'm sure that it's doing something. And one of those things where it's better to be able to see what you're backwashing, but in some cases you can't. So I understand that. But usually you want to be able to see the effect of the backwash. And the PSI on the gauge will be a good indicator if the backwash actually worked or not. So if you backwash a filter and 
a clean filter is at 20. After the backwash, you're at 25. Not really a good sign. That means that it really needs to be taken apart and cleaned because that should go down to about 20. Now you can get away with a week without cleaning it. So if you're really busy and you have a full route and you get to a pool and you backwash it, it only goes down like three or four PSI. I wouldn't worry too much about it because that should get you through most of the week and you go back and clean it the following week. You're technically supposed to take it apart at that point and clean it, but I know it's one of those things where you're pretty busy sometimes and you can't get to it. So the backwash is kind of like a stopgap sometimes. Even if it's not 100% effective, it's still going to help you out in some cases. And I think backwashing, again, limited limited backwashing when a D filter is best. And the sand filter, you should not backwash a sand filter every week, but only backwash it when the PSI goes from 20 to, say, 30, which is 10 PSI. And then you know you have to backwash it. And there's, of course, some belief that a little bit of diatomaceous earth in the sand filter is helpful. So maybe a half a pound of DE in the sand filter is good for it. You can do that also if you have a sand filter. It's not something that you need to do. The only filter that needs diatomaceous earth to recharge it after a backwash is a D filter. Of course, you're not going to put diatomaceous earth in the cartridge filter. And you want to, if you are going to put it in a sand filter, you may just put half a pound in or one scoop of the smaller cup or half a scoop of the larger cup just to give it a little bit more cleaning ability. But I generally don't put DE in the sand filter, but just know that you have to recharge your DE filter every time you backwash it. At least if you're not doing the quick 15 or 20 second backwash, you have to put DE in there, but definitely you're going to have to add some more diatomaceous earth after the backwash process. And if you're looking for the podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingfieldlearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and then over 1,300 podcasts are there for you to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.